Hey fam, it's Lexi here to welcome you to the You Can Through Christ podcast. I am so honored and excited you're here. I pray these words give you the confidence to know you can do all things through Him. He is for you, loves you, and made you for an exact purpose for this life and the one to come. Stay tuned to find out. So Habakkuk, I think, felt like many of us have felt how frustrating it can be when we are persistent in prayer, praying with confidence and trusting in God, yet nothing seems to happen or change. Habakkuk 1.1, he says, How long, Lord, must I call for help, but you do not listen, or cry out to you violence, but you do not save? He says, How long, God, must I call for help, but it seems like you are not listening? Oh, God responds per usual. Habakkuk 1.5 says, Look at the nations and watch and be utterly amazed, for I am going to do something in your days that you would not believe even if you were told. Even if God laid out a map of our lives and the world, just like he had the prophets tell the people in the Old Testament, just like Jesus told the disciples how he was going to be crucified, and even for us, we have parts of the map through Revelation We as people, it seems that we cannot fully comprehend how short our lives are and how much purpose our lives have now and into eternity. Even though I'm just like anyone else where I do not understand fully, I do choose to trust being fully confident throughout our lives all the way until the end when we enter eternity or if Jesus comes back first, we don't know, and we're going to be utterly amazed at how God has worked in every little detail using every single prayer as a part of his ultimate will that he has set in place before the beginning of time. Jesus also teaches us how to pray in what most know as the Lord's Prayer. So Matthew 6, 9 through 14 and Luke 11, 1 through 4 read, this then is how you should pray. Our Father in heaven, hallowed be your name. Your kingdom come, your will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our debts, as we also forgive our debtors. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from the evil one. For if you forgive other people when they sin against you, your heavenly Father will also forgive you. So Jesus teaches us to pray to our God who is in heaven, and that his name should be honored, respected, and revered, because he is holy and perfect. We are to pray for his kingdom to come as what's prophesied to happen in the end, even though his will is already happening. And we can have access to this power and will when we pray. We ask for Jesus to give us our daily bread, which references back to Matthew 4, 4, where we're told that we don't live on bread alone, but every word from God. We ask for his forgiveness, just as we forgive those who sin against us. I really want us, when we do recite the Lord's Prayer, to understand that that's what we should mean. When we pray as Jesus taught us, we are truly forgiving everyone who has wronged us. We continue for prayers to strengthen us against against Satan, who he references as the enemy, because he wants to destroy everything God has created and made good, including us. Just like Adam and Eve thought the fruit from the tree of the knowledge of good and evil looked good, it led to death. And he will make it seem like his desires for us are good, even though they lead to our downfall. He will lead us into a pit, and it won't be obvious. 
And you may even be shocked when you fall into it because he keeps you so focused on him. He's very manipulative and he uses your good desires that God has given you, but he twists them into something sinful. He is so sneaky. He promises false satisfaction and he's unwilling to help you even though he's the one that deceives you. The good news is our heavenly father is always there to pick us back up with open arms even when we fall. This will be a battle the rest of our lives and will take continually it'll take us to continually lean on God when we fall. Prayer helps us not to fall into temptation as we are not stronger than the enemy, but God is and prayer links us to that power that God has as Jesus also tells his disciples in the garden to pray so that they don't fall into temptation. He tells them the spirit is willing, but the flesh is weak according to Matthew 26:41. There are many different times in the Bible that Jesus gives us examples of when he goes to pray. Mark 1.35 says, Jesus got up while it was early and still dark, left the house, and went to a solitary place to pray. And Luke 6.12 says, he went to the mountainside to pray and spent the entire night talking to God. Luke 5.15-16 says, even when crowds began gathering around him to heal their sicknesses, he often went to lonely places to pray. So Jesus would get up early to pray in solitary places. He would spend the entire night talking to God. And even when surrounded by so many people that he was just completely loving on and taking care of, he still went to lonely places to talk to God. We usually look at being lonely as a negative, but those times when we are alone are the best times to spend with God. So there's a difference I've realized between feeling lonely and being alone. Think of all the people the Holy Spirit used to write the Bible when they were alone. God has greater purposes for our loneliness than we understand. We definitely need community. Trust me, I am all about the community. I absolutely love community and we need it. However, I just don't want us to underestimate the purposes of when God wants us for one-to-one time with him. I actually find... I'm more beneficial and have deeper, more intimate relationships, and I'm able to supply the needs of others in my life and love them better when I have that alone, intimate time with God in prayer. God knows and loves people more than anybody, including those in your life that you want to love on. Who better to spend time with? You can surround yourself with everyone and you can have everyone love you, but if you don't have Jesus, you're always going to have that feeling of loneliness. When we are lonely, we tend to make decisions we usually wouldn't because we want others to notice us. That's our normal human nature. It's okay to want to feel loved. We were designed to feel loved, but we're designed to be satisfied in God in ways that other people just can't supply. So when we do feel lonely, sometimes we tend to maybe dress or act in ways that we usually wouldn't. There will be no better or satisfying or unfailing relationship than with the one who created you. Make sure you set times alone with him, just like you would friends or family. And the more time you get alone with him, trust me, you will not be able to get enough. In Acts 9, 33-42, there's some really great examples of just how powerful prayer has worked in the Bible. So here it says, Peter heals a paralyzed man in Jesus' name, turning others to the Lord. Peter got on his knees and prayed and brought back to life the disciple Tabitha. He told her to get up and he took her by the hand, helping her to her feet, increasing their belief in Jesus. And then in Acts 28, 7-9, Paul healed the sick of an entire island through prayer. While Peter was in prison, the church was praying for him. 
The night before Herod brought him to trial, an angel of the Lord came freeing him of his chains in Acts 12, 5 through 7. Peter said he knew without a doubt the Lord sent the angel to rescue him. Peter came to the house of Mary and they just couldn't believe it. They thought they had seen an angel in Acts 12, 11 through 16. Prayer is power. Prayer is talking to the one with the most power who, when it's for his good purposes, can give you access to this power if he desires. Never doubt, doubt what God can do. Hebrews 5, 7 through 10 says, Jesus offered prayers and petitions of cries and tears to the only one who could save him from death, and he was heard because of his submission. He learned obedience through his suffering, and once made perfect, he is our salvation for eternal life and was designated by God to be high priest in the order of Melchizedek. Some may argue God did not answer Jesus's prayer when he asked God, is there any other way that we could save humanity other than his crucifixion? But even though Jesus asked, he submitted to God's will as he wanted God's will and he desired to save us and the world. When we pray so desperately, wanting God to take away the pain, he hears, he cares, he answers. But when we are aligned with his will, we will want what he wants through the hard emotions, resistance, and tears that come with it. It is a matter of aligning our hearts with God, even when our minds and emotions are not. God will eventually align them when we are persistent in the word and in prayer. It is sad that people use the word, I think, coincidence when it's actually answered prayer. One time my mom gave someone $30 exactly, and the person said they prayed for this exact amount. Coincidence? I say answered prayer. One time I prayed for some help with finances and I went to the grocery store. I was checking out and someone gave me a coupon for free peanut butter and 10% off. Again, coincidence? I don't think so. Then I was given a Starbucks gift card for $15. I got a tall almond milk honey latte, an egg wrap, and a blueberry oatmeal. Have you ever ordered these items together? Guess how much they were? $15 even. Coincidence? I say answered prayer. I am always, always, always on board, making sure everyone is very aware prayer is not a magic trick. When you tithe, will you receive the exact amount of money back or more? Not necessarily. However, I also do not think we give God enough credit when it comes to what people claim are coincidences in life when we know there can be miracles and answered prayers. I personally keep a prayer journal. Not that you know, it's great to just talk to God authentically all the time, but as much as you can write down, the reason it's so good is I have realized as I go back through these prayers, God has answered so much more than my mind can wrap my mind around or comprehend. So I really encourage you if you can to keep a prayer journal. But anyway, so life is busy for all of us. And when you have so much work, the only way you can get it done well is to spend time in prayer and pray about the task that you're about to set forth to accomplish. If you make prayer a priority, everything else falls into place. No plan will help you if prayer isn't a priority. In Exodus 33:11, it says, The Lord would speak to Moses as one speaks to a friend. I hope that I'm not making it seem like prayer has to be this chore or obligation, but 
I know our human nature, at least mine, and I can be very distracted by the things of this world instead of talking to the creator who supplies and created all things. Sometimes we need the discipline and then the relationship builds with it. Even with my advice of setting times to pray and what to pray, please hear me out that the ultimate purpose is the relationship and just falling in love talking to God. I have never heard the audible voice of God, but I do hear him so clearly through the Holy Spirit. And I know those of you who have the Holy Spirit know exactly what I'm talking about and how he so strongly guides us. God also talks to us directly through his word always. Psalm 65 through Psalm 65, 2 through 10, to summarize, says, Blessed are those you choose and bring near to live in your courts. God answers prayer in such ways that when we are overwhelmed by sin, he forgives. He answers us with righteous and awesome deeds. God is the hope of all the ends of the earth who formed the mountains and stilled the roaring seas. The whole earth is filled with the awe of his wonders, calling songs of joy. He cares for the land as he, water, as he waters it, producing grain. Guys, sometimes, be real, we're in so much pain that we don't know what to say. I think we've all been there. Or just these circumstances that you're praying for things that you know your heart's in the right place and you know you are not asking um, out of selfish ambition or um, evil desires. And it, you're praying for things that you would think God desires and wants. And it can be so um, such a place where there's just no words for it. Just trust me, I know this feeling. So Romans 8.26 says, In the same way, the Spirit helps us in our weakness. We do not know what we ought to pray for, but the Spirit himself intercedes for us through wordless groans. There have been times the pain is so deep. You do not know what to pray, but just cry. God cares and loves you so much. He is not looking for you to be an expert on how to communicate what you're feeling. Sometimes what we are experiencing in this broken world is so deep, there really are no words to explain it. But Jesus knows. His Spirit will intercede for you when you do not know what to say through the Holy Spirit. But still, have that request for Him and go to Him. The concept of prayer to summarize is just go to Jesus. That's all that matters. The enemy is going to tell you, he's going to tell you, you don't know how to pray. Don't go to Him. Why go to him? It's not working. They're lies, you guys. I want you to know that they're lies. And I just highly encourage you to go to Jesus. He loves you so much and he's there for you. So speaking of prayer, I'm going to pray for you. So dear Jesus, I pray what is heard on this podcast that you use for this listener's greater good. I pray they will not remember my name at the end, but yours. I pray they will see how much you love them. I thank you, Lord, for creating this listener and all the details you put into the greatness of who they are. Help them live this life for you, and I pray they find salvation through you to be with you for eternity. Help them see, no matter their past, you have a plan for their future far greater than what they can imagine. Wrap your loving and strong arms around them, helping them feel your presence. Help them live each day with enthusiasm and passion, pursuing their dreams, knowing they have purpose and can do all things through you who strengthens them. Amen. Thanks for hanging out with us. For more, go to youcanthroughchrist.com. You are loved.